0: You know, sometimes it can be hard to be confident and enjoy our ABDL side to the fullest. Whether it's accepting your kinky self or learning to let go into your diapers, there is a solution for you. Try A Little Hypnosis. Hypnotherapy can help you achieve your goals and my friends at A Little Hypnosis want to help. Just for New Zealand listeners, they are offering $10 off your next session. So whether you're a big, middle, or small, A Little Hypnosis can help you all. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsy's Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wear my pamps. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsy's Nook, girl, you looking sexy in those pamps. (music) This week in Newsy's News, there's a new furry-themed diaper. AB Universe recently announced the new diaper... Tiny Tails. It's a plastic-back positional printed diaper with cute balloons and rainbows on it. Aido, ABU's furry artist who also created the design of the Peekaboos, created this design. Tiny Tails are expected to go on sale by January 24th, 2024. I know someone that would look really cute in those tiny tails. This week in Newsy's Snook, please welcome Jay or Toddler Jay. He's a small but swole baby who recently had a friend say something bad about ABDLs. I sat down with Jay to talk about how he handled the situation. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jay, for coming to Newsy's Snook. Such a pleasure. So excited to be here. How long have you been in ABDL for? A long time. Look, I would say I've been into it. I, or i would say i've never not been into it like since a, since a kid i've always had an a draw to this type of thing but i've only been i would say officially part of the community or jo- at least joined social media um around a year and a half two years ago so i haven't been around too long what do they do for you what do the diapers do for you i mean besides being pretty much the sexiest form of lingerie anyone can wear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'd like to just kind of answer this and why I kind of like ABDL in general rather than just diapers. Sure. Uh, I mean, like I mentioned before, I've always had an affiliation to this type of thing, whether it be like a dom and sub dynamic, but I've never resonated with the kind of abuse side of it. Not to say that there's anything wrong with a dom and sub relationship where it is abuse because that's... Some type, some people's thing, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I get drawn towards the nurturing aspect of kink, right? And that's what I feel ABDL has to offer that a lot of other kings don't, where you still have that beautiful dominant-sub dynamic where there's trust and the likes of that, without having without having to endure like pain or, or something like that because again that's some people's thing but it's not something that I resonate towards so yeah I think that's why that's why I think ABDL is such a beautiful um, thing because you get to be vulnerable right which side of that scale do you lean on are you more the big side or the little side <laughs> I'm way on the little side like, yeah way. Way on that side, yeah. Look, I have uh, uh, experimented with the other side, like being a big bro or being a a Don. Mm -hmm. It doesn't come as naturally to me as being a little does. Like, I enter that headspace very easily, whereas it takes a little bit of work for me to kind of just, like get solidly into the daddy mindset and i feel that also comes with age right like when i get older and the population gets younger as well right like when mm-hmm. i'm getting older and there's more like younger people entering the community um i think i might take on or the big bro or the daddy role might come to me when actually it does right now but yeah i guess the, the people that i have done or at least the people that i have played with that have, be have played the little. and I played the big. Have been younger than me. I think it comes more naturally to me if, if the person is younger than me because it's more realistic, right? When you're in little space, what gets you into little space? Like, what does it for? What what gets you into that little head space? I mean, it always helps when the person that you're with is a natural caregiver or a natural dom, right? Mm-hmm. Like they have characteristics that they just know get you into little space. So for me, it's um. To put it simply, it's like talk almost almost talking down to me a little bit, like, like they know what's better for me or they know, you know, they they know what's best. Right. Uh, I guess also another another thing that really gets me into little space is I know it's weird to say, but touching my hair like like when they hair and your curls. Yeah, yeah, it it really makes me melt pretty much. Yeah, I guess, I guess that. I mean, I mean, besides all of the the normal stuff, like making me in diapers and taking away responsibilities and feeding me and all of that type of stuff. I mean, that, that's obviously going to get you into little space, but things that I would say are unique to me. It's like kind of just really tone of voice and uh, playing with my hair. <laughs> That's what does it, nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go into it. So the reason I reached out to you in the first place was because you wrote on Twitter how you had a friend that kind of wasn't saying good things. Uh, that was kind of talking down. It was kink shaming a little bit. Right. Before we get into that, who was this person to you? Mm. So he's a very, very, very good friend of mine here in Canada. So I recent, I I think it's important to mention that I recently moved to Canada. Right. And anyone who has moved to a new city knows that it can be quite isolating and it's hard to make new friends if you know no one here. So this is a person that I got very close to very quickly here. I mean, I guess to put it plainly, he's my gym buddy, but he's more than my gym buddy. Like that's where I met him. So we've shared like a lot of like personal details with each other. We've gotten quite close. We hang out all the time. Um, And I'm very much a person that doesn't have a lot of friends. I'm very selective with the people that I, that I let into my life. So for me to say that I'm very close to this person is quite a big deal. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just he's, he's one of my, one of my best friends here in Canada to, to answer your question. Okay. So you have your, you have your best friend in a new city and he says the remark, there's this gross kink of people pretending to be babies. Uh, How did that hit you, yeah, oh man, it was you know when you kind of when some when someone says something and you kind of go a little bit cold, like you get that panic that sets in when you're like, oh man, like like a. I I really yeah, wanted it, to be your friend and you gotta go uh, and screw man, it up. like why are you gotta up f- run it like that mm-hmm. yeah it, it it was it was that type of feeling we were already on the conversation of kinks, right, so what happened is we were we were walking back to his car after working out and we just got onto this topic of kings and we were just talking about like different types of kinks, like you know, the wide spectrum of like fetishes that there are. And then he said, Oh man, wait, have you heard of this this and he was trying to find the words for it and I I in my bones <laughs> I knew what was coming. Like You're I like, knew. Don't, what say he said don't say it though, don't say it though, <laughs> don't say it though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew what he was gonna say, and he said, Oh man, there's this gross king with people who And I'm like, Oh man, now I've got to say something about it. So yeah it it hit, it hit me quite hard because I knew that I'm that I had to be brave like I'm quite a spontaneous person so I knew that like okay, here we here, here we go <laughs> I'm gonna have to just jump into it and say something mm-hmm. and yeah, I kind of just brought up with him and this was part one of two right there was there was two parts to this like mm-hmm. what happened but I basically just told him, like, when we were walking back, I'm like, listen, man, I think, you know, like, I think that's kind of cool. Like, I'm, I'm, I am I'm, like kind of sheepishly trying to stick up for what for, for this kink in person, where I'm like, I think everyone kind of, you know, has has the right to like what they like, whether it be that or something else or the other. And he didn't, he was kind of like, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, I don't kind of like, like it makes me miss the olden days where like there there weren't all of these kinks and stuff and then i kind of just like brushed oh, wow. it off but i knew like i knew that 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 I wasn't gonna let myself end it there right but it's mm-hmm. easier for me to not get angry sending a long text later than it would be to flip out and lose my shit and try and stick up with something when i'm like a little bit upset right so, so that's that and then you drop me at home but I was still steering over it and I was like, man, I'm I'm really going to have to say something because I don't think it's right because he almost kind of like, I mean, I know, I I know he didn't know that, that, that I'm an ABDL, right? Like mm-hmm. no, no one can, no one can know that. But I was like, I, I, I kind of felt that, man, if he knew he would like, he wouldn't want to be my friend anymore. He wouldn't accept me as a person. And again, reiterating that this person is someone that I got very close to. Oh, I'm still very close to. Yeah, that would be really hard. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I got home <laughs> and I kind of just was like, okay, I'm going to send this person a very well-worded, friendly text on why I think it's important to uh-huh. be open-minded and accept... And not judge basically. The the crux of it was was non-judgment. That's right. was the main the main point I wanted to get across. So I, I guess I, I started off the the text by just saying, like, listen, I mean, I'm I'm a big believer in a, in the compliment sandwich, right? So it's like something uh, sweet, off... something sour, something sweet. I do it all exactly, the time. Exactly, right? So that's how I started it off. So I was like, listen, dude, I have mad love for you, and I'm telling you this because. I love you and I respect you and I, and I and I want to have a, a really good relationship with you. And I went into it mm-hmm. and that's when I started saying stuff like, I, I can't remember the the, the text I, I wrote word for word, but it said something along the lines of, um, I don't think that judging other people for their preferences in the bedroom is right. Um, I think that everyone has, the right to be who they are and be sexually free in the bedroom um, regardless of what they're into as long as it's not harming anyone or anything mm-hmm. and um, I think there's there's enough judgment in the world you know besides I mean putting kink aside for a second there's enough judgment in the world everywhere than for someone needing to judge someone else's pre- preferences in the bedroom And then I said, again, like, I'm telling you this because I love you and and I don't want to like I want to continue this relationship. But I'm a a really, really big advocate for 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 kink and being into what you're into and self-expression and all of that beautiful stuff. Was that a hard text message to send? Did you feel like you might be outing yourself a little bit if you sent that text message? Yes. Yeah, I did. And again, listen, listen, I've grown quite a bit into myself over the past two years. So even if he kind of got, or even if I kind of outed myself as an ABDL, I don't really care because I feel like I'm confident enough in myself that if he found out and, I, I wouldn't be too phased. I wouldn't be. I I, I wouldn't be phased. I mean, to be honest, but I didn't want to instantly like come out to him and be like, "Listen, I'm a video. Like, you can't say that that's wrong." I wanted to approach it in a more delicate way. Um, but I mean, dude, he. I, it, it was hard. It was really hard. I mean, especially because it's someone that you're so close to, right? Mm-hmm. It could be someone that is like. I mean, imagine it's like a stranger that you hear on the street, and 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 they're talking about kink in this type of light and you're kind of like i mean for me i would just be like oh man what 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 an idiot what a prick yeah but it doesn't hit as hard unless it's yeah it doesn't hit as close to home and I, i wouldn't like go up to them and be like you're you're wrong in saying that but when it's someone that you're close to it it's it's very hard and i think it takes bravery to do that because there is a slight chance that you're risking the relationship right I mean, yeah, and I, I think that's what that's what's scary about it. Good news is that it was received really well. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was received really well, and he he actually, actually apologized, th- right? Because yeah, you wrote on yeah, your message. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he apologized. He said, "Listen, man, I, I'm sorry. I had no idea that you." like felt this way. And sometimes I say, I say things like on the spur of the moment just to try and get lost. And I really apologize. Um, You're right. Everyone has the right to blah, 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 blah. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's great. And I felt very like I was proud of myself that, that, yeah, I was proud of myself that I managed to do that because I knew, I knew that if I didn't say something, it would eat at me. And, I wasn't gonna let, let it just eat at me because I feel like if I did just let it slide I would always have that thought in the back of my head that oh man if he knew you know if he knew the real me then he wouldn't he, he wouldn't even talk to me right now right yeah so, or who knows maybe even like a couple years when you guys are even more friends and like you accidentally like a diaper slips out of your gym bag and you're like, oh shit. And then, right, then you're just having this conversation going in your head like, oh no, he hates diapers. Right? Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, potentially that could happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's just, I don't think it's a healthy foundation to build a relationship on with someone where you think that, oh man, they, they they wouldn't accept the real me if they knew, right? So it was very important for me to bring it out. and I And I think by doing that, even if it's just one person, it makes a little bit of a difference because he might go on and share this view with someone else, right? Like he might be, someone else might might be talking bad about, about, about kink or something like that. And he might go up to them and be like, listen, that's wrong. Like, I believe everyone has the right to their own preferences, you know, and thus sharing, I mean, thus sharing positivity, and open-mindedness throughout the world which is what i think is important oh that's a good point right now that mm. because he's your friend and you stood up for kings he now has a right. connection to you and so there's that chance that might he might now start defending kings because he has you to look right at. yeah yeah exactly and the thing is is that i mean I'm, i know i mentioned before that we that we've shared some like intimate details <laughs> with each other uh but he's not the most vanilla person either, right? <laughs> so, so there was a I gateway think, there. Th- yeah, there was a gateway there. I know he's into some freaky shit, right? So I just I, ho- I hope it I hope it helps him to like open his mind to think that just because he's not into it doesn't make it wrong. Right. Have you guys brought it up since then? Have you brought up this conversation since that moment? <laughs> uh no, we haven't. But I think I think it was kind of put to rest after after that. We 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 talked a bit after that and we kind of just spoke about like oh yeah it, this experience has brought us closer and this is what real friends do blah blah, blah. all that cheesy shit right okay, yeah. <laughs> um and i think just by talking about that that way it was kind of put to rest and we kind of saw each other the next day like nothing had happened and i think that is the best case scenario for me like it, it, it's not something that we have to talk about again and again because i mean you took care it's, of it. Yeah, yeah, we took care of it. We put it to rest. So, and we have a good understanding of each other now. And I can even tell in the, in the way that, that he talks about other people now and the way, to, yeah, it, it, he he's just seems like a more open-minded person just because of that conversation that we've had, which is amazing. That's good. That's a good friend. Um, yeah. Do you think you'll ever tell him? Do you think there'll ever come a time where you might tell him or no, you're going to keep it to yourself? <laughs> Look, it would have to be a very specific situation, like when we're I don't know, drunk and we're talking about kinks and like what we're into. And then I might be more comfortable and like come out to him and be like, Yeah, well, remember that one time we were talking about ABDL and you said it was so gross, like, yeah, like I'm one of those people, man, you gotta be careful with what you say. <laughs> like I maybe might come out and say it sometime, but I mean we, we look different worlds he's a he's a, a straight dude and i'm a gay dude and the, it's almost like we like we don't need to be talking about the type of stuff with each other right i just mm-hmm. felt like it was important that if for some reason one day he found out that he would be open-minded and accepting and just a oak, right <laughs> mm-hmm. right yeah do you, do you keep this kink to yourself for, to most people is this just an online thing <laughs> for you? Uh, so I have a lot, a lot of people that I know in real life that know about this. Oh, okay, which makes my life easier because it makes me feel like I'm not living so much of a secret away from lots of people that I associate with. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, for, obviously, I don't go up and tell my coworkers that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Although, funny enough. Funny enough, and this is a this is a this is a story that's going to go down in history. So, my I used to work in Dubai, right? Okay. Like I, I'm only recently moved to Canada. So, my old boss that I had in Dubai found out about my <clears throat> my little space online. Okay, yeah, my boss at work, right? And how it happened was, I don't know how we found out. I, I really wish I knew the answer to that. But all it was, was a follow on Instagram. like On your ABDL account. On my ABDL account. Can you imagine? So I'm, I'm, I'm chilling at home on an evening and I'm on my ABDL account and I just get a follow from my boss at work saying nothing, nothing. Like he didn't say anything. He didn't like anything. He just followed me. Did you block and him? What I, did you do? I, look my boss and i had a very very and we still have a very good relationship he's also a a gay dude uh so i I mean i guess that kind of makes it semi better i guess but i mean best you believe i i blocked the shit out of him like instantly (laughs) i was like this is not something that i want my boss to see yeah to be following you know like what i do on my weekend and and there's just some stuff that bosses are not supposed to see right and this is and this happened while he was still your boss right like you didn't yeah yeah oh my gosh the next day and like talk to him about a project and you know so it it kind of went on for a couple of days where we kind of said nothing and we just kind of went on like life was normal it was a little bit awkward for me not that i showed it Mm -hmm. but it was yeah it was it was a bit awkward. And then we went out to lunch one day, like just him and I. And he was like, so yeah, about the the other life. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> yeah, he did. What did you I say? Knew, I knew it was coming. And I'm like, yeah, so, you know, this is kind of what I'm into. And and he, he was he was actually very nice about it. And he was just scholarly curious about it. He wanted to know, like, what the appeal was, why I, I enjoyed it, if there were other people that... You Know we're in like if there were lots of other people into it, so uh-huh. he was just asking curious questions, but I don't think that that's a conversation that many people have had with their boss at work. So, what did you do?
1: Did I don't have the, the con- did you
0: you answer yeah. the questions? Oh my god, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I was kind of cornered, I was sitting there across from a table from him, and but we we are we have we had a very good relationship, he used to tell me about all the. Like all the threesomes he used to have, and or like he, he was very like open with me about like what he did, which made me more comfortable to be more open with him. So
1: this is an but HR it, nightmare. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't make it. It doesn't make it that much easier, just because it's kind of blurring the lines between the bedroom and like your corporate world where you make a living. <laughs> yeah, it uh, yeah, wasn't the most a- comfortable thing to have, but I'm proud of myself for sticking through it and it's it's a it's a good story to tell and you've said, sure. you've, you said you 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 said you felt good after well that sounds weird you felt did you feel good have have telling your boss about your diaper fetish? <laughs> well that's good well no because that's an interesting because i had a situation recently kind of like that where it wasn't so much they found out my kink but they saw me on grinder and uh-huh. one of my co-workers came up to me and i was like well we're not having this conversation at work so <laughs> i'm actually very uh very i don't know what word I want to use, surprised uh mm-hmm. that you like continue the conversation with him, yeah, yeah, we just had the type of relationship where we could where we could talk about that kind of thing, I mean, thank God, I mean, look, let's be honest, if he found my profile, there's gotta be something that he was kind of looking at that branched off to something which branched off to something which branched off to me so yeah yeah i i know i know he's not i i know he's i know he's freaky as fuck so, <laughs> <laughs> so it 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 made it easier but it, god dude it it when 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 i got that follow from my boss i was like oh man it's going down my life has changed forever i got i better start packing all of my stuff and headed back to south africa And because i don't know how i'm gonna live through this it was again you know that feeling where you get panic and your whole body goes cold yeah. No, I, yes. A hundred percent. I get it all the yeah, time. That's what I had. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I know, you know, your, your ex account, Twitter account, whatever you want to call it, 11,000 followers. You have 11,000 followers. Um, and you show your face on your, on your profile. Does that ever freak you out? Do you, do you ever get freaked out as you see that follower number get higher and <clears throat> your face is on there? Does that ever freak you out? Um, look i swing between a balance of like fuck yeah i'm so proud of myself like this is awesome like oh yeah i'm brave blah, blah 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 but then i also sometimes very rarely go through the state go through stages of like trying to think how this might affect me in the future mm-hmm. very rarely though i go through that i'm more i'm more on the positive side about um showing my face but because of the fact that I, I, I've i had lots of people tell me that it makes them feel more confident about themselves mm-hmm. right if someone else is confident enough to put themselves out there like that it makes them feel better about themselves that oh maybe what they're into is not that weird and they can be as open as someone else it's an empowerment thing that's why I started doing what I'm doing now that's why I'm so open about it because I wanted to help other people feel more comfortable in their in their kinks and it doesn't matter what their kink is right again as long as it's not hurting anyone or anything Mm -hmm. i believe you're allowed to be what you're into and you deserve the right to be comfortable and not feel ashamed because i think it's a beautiful thing that the fetish world is so vast and diverse and there's euphoric experiences and so many different things i think it's beautiful yeah, I guess to answer your question, sometimes I feel a little bit like maybe I shouldn't be so open, but mostly I'm like, I'm all I'm I'm all in for it. Like I'm I'm all in for being confident and showing my face and 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 stuff like that, you know. And I will add, these are not just regular photos. These are like highly artistic photos. Your Barney photo with the with, <laughs> with the bottle and the and the swoleness. Um, I don't know I'm I'm always like I love those photos that are just like you could tell they took like just an extra couple minutes just to get like perfectly right I will say my apartment has very good lighting your apartment has great lighting every angle you've had right now has been perfect I I really do take it I mean I live high I live on the 33rd floor so I'm basically like by the sun you're basically (laughs) in the clouds I'm yeah I'm basically in the clouds so I have I have very good lighting. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna use all that lighting to for, for my content. I I used to where I where I used to live in Dubai. I lived in a very like tiny little apartment. It was very dark, and it was so hard to get good pictures. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm in the right place. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna be able to live here forever. I'm only renting this place, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to enjoy this lighting forever. But I'm doing it while I can, you know? Last photo on your, last question on your photos. Do you feel, do you feel more sexy in a diaper or do you feel more sexy in like vanilla, vanilla clothing? A diaper for sure. Yeah. Like 100% without a question. Like that's where I feel the sexiest, honestly. So, But it's because I'm so deep into this cake. (laughs) Like there's no, like there ain't no escaping anymore. And I'm just, all, I'm, I'm just all in it so yeah I i I mean I'm confident in in jocks and all of that stuff but diapers are like like where I feel most myself you know mm-hmm yeah all right in wrapping up what advice do you have for others that might find themselves in similar situations with friends where their friends might be kink shaming what advice would you give them mmm look it's hard because everyone is in a unique situation but what I would tell people is come forward when you feel that you're ready to because there's there's a time in everyone's life where they might feel that they're not confident enough in themselves or they're not willing to risk a friendship or a relationship over coming forward about this type of thing and I want people to know that that's totally fine and okay if they are scared to come forward and not be and not be brave at, in that period of time. It takes time. It takes growth. So it's all about taking the time to really grow confident in yourself and know your self worth and what you're willing to risk and sacrifice in order to stand up for yourself. Basically, That's the advice that I would give someone: take your time, be easy on yourself. It's not an easy thing to do, especially when it's your when it's someone that you're close to. So be delicate. Yeah. Would you also add that maybe if you don't have the confidence to respond very quickly, you can you can always respond cuz I feel like you oh, know, there's there's, uh, there's times where I want to say something back but it's just like do yeah. I respond out of emotion or do I respond out of or do I respond out of like a level-headed mind? Kind of like what you yeah. did, right? Like you waited and then you text message. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There is no deadline on coming forward about if if someone says something that that strikes a nerve you're always able to be like, listen, man, three days ago, or that other day, you mentioned this, I was thinking about it a lot. And I really just wanted to bring up X, Y, and Z. In fact, I, I encourage taking the time to actually gather your thoughts before you confront them, right? Because confronting someone can make you stumble your words or not say the right thing, or it's it's easier to send a or sometimes more effective to send a message that you've curated and put together and worded very carefully. Again, compliment sandwiches are the way. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I, I think it's good. I think that's totally valid. You can go away and and come back when you're ready. I totally agree. All right, Jay, before we go, I wanted to do this quick round of questions. They're just one offs either ors and you just Mm -hmm. say which one you choose. You ready? Ready. All right diaper bro or diaper baby diaper baby uh people in diapers with tattoos or people in diapers without tattoos with tattoos with tattoos do you have tattoos? I have six tattoos and you have six I plan, tattoos? yeah, I have six tattoos and I plan on way more, yeah, are you gonna get a whole sleeve when I save up enough yeah <laughs> very cool. I'm very picky with like the 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 artists that I want to use, and they're usually more on the expensive side i i I solidly believe that like with tattoos like go for what you want doesn't really matter how much it costs because it's gonna be on you for the rest of your life so save up that money and go to the artist that you want to go to working out in a diaper or working without a diaper working out without a diaper (laughs) i would say working out with a diaper but that is with the exception of leg day (laughs) How often do you work out in a diaper? Mm, good question. Maybe once or twice a week, usually yeah. weekends. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah. Uh, swole or soaked? Soaked. Printed diaper or plain diaper? Printed, without a doubt. Uh, getting high or getting drunk? Getting drunk. I've actually never been high before. Oh, how interesting. Uh, messing <laughs> or, or wedding? uh wedding bottle or thumb bottle onesie or t-shirt t-shirt barney or elbow barney barney or bluey barney barney what do you love about barney so much i grew up with barney that's why like when i was when i was a toddler when i was a kid that that's what i grew up watching so i will always be a barney boy are we the same age are you are you like close to your 30s i'm 28 yeah okay because i grew up on barney too people are always like do you love elmo and i was like i really didn't i kind of feel like i missed the ship on elmo i think barney was where i was at barney and i don't know because sometimes the the shows are different because i grew up in south africa so sometimes they're different to like the states or anywhere else in the world you do you know what teletubbies are yes 100 percent. yeah okay teletubbies yeah that and teletubbies are what i grew up with i had uh Oh, I can't remember his little name. He was a little turtle. He would walk around. Timmy? Oh shit, I know what you're talking about. Thomas the turtle, right? Okay, yeah, that's what I watched. Everyone else was watching like Barney and Elmo and I was watching this like Uh little tiny turtle. Yeah, dude, you know what I actually uh, was just curious to Google the other day? You know how the sun in Teletubbies was like a baby? Like every time they showed the sun, it was like a baby's face and it laughed and it was like the sun? Yes. Yeah, I went to go look at like, where is the sun baby now? Where are they? What? Yeah, I don't know. She's living like a corporate life, but I just wanted to go see what she looked like. (laughs) Extraneous thoughts. Where is the baby from Teletubbies doing? Where are they now? It was such a random thought. And it was so wholesome to see that she was doing all right and that she is getting everything she deserves for being such an icon, basically. (laughs) Very cool. Which Teletubby did you like the best, though? The purple one, the purple one. You just love purple, don't you? Hmm. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a golden thread that goes between, you know, Barney, Teletubbies, and pretty sure some other baby shows that I watch. Purple is it, man. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jay, for coming to Newsy Snook and talking about confronting friends if they ever bring up kink shaming. It was such a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. Thank you. Bye. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> before we go i just want to give a shout out to all those in the community that are just posting the hottest dang content i've ever seen it's so good i've been huffy all week by all the studs that are just gracing my timeline um thank you thank you thank you you guys are doing an amazing job Alright kiddos, this episode is brought to you by A Little Hypnosis, who recently increased their promo for NewsyNook listeners. Now, you can get a 60 buck initial assessment with 35 for each regular session after. And AB Universe, make sure to use promo code Newsy10 for a 10% discount on their website. Alright kiddos, I got excited, I gotta go clean up. See ya! Bye!